0: Welcome to the See You Next Summer podcast. I'm your host Billy Polihan, and uh, no clever jokes this time because I really, really hated this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with me as always is uh, my compadre, my the chewy to my han. Even though we're not ta- covering Star Wars today, even though I would much rather cover Star Wars than this piece of crap, Raul <laughs> Rodriguez. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing really good. I told Billy. Months ago, he told me, what is the last Night shaman movie that you want to pick? You want to pick Old, After Earth, uh, the one with Rossi O'Dano that I had never seen. <laughs> and I'm like, let's do Lady in the Water because I barely remember parts of it. I didn't remember Micah from Heroes and Paul Jamari pretending to be a kid and that's it. And my God. I love you, Nightbot. How many shrooms, cocaine, LSD, angel Dust were you on?
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm ever going to forget this. It's, <laughs> it's an insanely bad movie, mm-hmm. but for all the wrong reasons. This is definitely one of his lowest movies. And this, when you said that this was the start of the slump, I completely understand now. Mm hmm. I totally understand. Because at least the village had a lot of good things in this. And in here, there's some good ideas. They are not fleshed out at all. Everything, this movie is all over the map. And it's yes. kind of, you're just in awe. You're like, what, what planet are you from? You weird, weird man.
1: I think that, remember that movie that no one talks about? I saw parts of it because I fell asleep. Strange magic of George Lucas in 2016,
0: 2017. Yeah, that's a, another just crazy, weird It's movie. a crazy,
1: weird-ass fairy tale. I think maybe every director that that's kind of like a game-changing movie has a weird movie, if you think about it. I think this is same nice, weird one because you cannot deny there's something interesting here, but it does like you said, it goes all over the place because technically, how about movie is "Semi like Shyamalan's Little Mermaid
0: Splash Slash, Splash
1: Splash <laughs> Splash"? But that's the thing, I think maybe the studios of the first cut kind of the movie. They're like, um, what? Well, what the fuck is this? Like, it was like, can you add something like your staple? I think like. The scenes with the fucking scrums, like, they look scary. I think that were maybe were Rishus or something. Because... Oh, once
0: again, like The Village, this movie was marketed as a horror movie. Yes! When it was a fantasy. Although I will say that the poster is horrifying. Bryce Dallas How- Howard scared me for a long time because of that Lady in the Water poster. Mm-hmm. It freaked me out. Like, the eyes looked like they were following me or something it's it's so creepy i mean it's cool but very creepy
1: so i never watched
0: this movie i'm very glad i never
1: watched this movie as a um, kid i saw this movie in theaters and i think i paid like 20 or 30 pesos from 15 years ago and i was like i want a refund (laughs) it it was like a but the thing i don't consider this movie like Oh my god, like I hate this piece of garbage. I want to destroy it and put it on fire. This is not row one. This is not as bad as row one for me. This is not the last airbender bad. This is not the last airbender bad either.
0: That is, like I said before many, many, many times, that is the lowest he could possibly go. Mm-hmm. I really hope that he doesn't prove me wrong. <laughs> Just because that would not be good for anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, the, weird. Where we still have hope we knock in the cabin. Old shows some little of the slump night, though. I cannot deny. It. There was a little bit there in Old. There's an interesting idea in Old. But some of the execution in Old was like, oh, that is is not what I expected. But going back to lady e. in the water... I think like I told Billy before we recorded, I think that the movie needed like an like a kind of like a 2D slash kind of like the Deadly Hollow sequence of the story of the three brothers. Kind of like to give us like five or ten minutes of exposition of the world of the Narfs, because we never see that fucking world. There's a lot of fucking mythology that it gets introduced immediately. Oh, it's like a yeah. closed position dumb. Like I told Billy, it feels like Eternals. It feels like a three-movie story arc of mythology. I was like, here you go in the first ten minutes. So I was like, okay. This is why
0: I think M. Nice Shyamalan would be really good if he had full control over like a TV show. Mm-hmm. I feel like because he has so many good ideas and he doesn't have enough time to flesh them out, uh, that certain- if you give him a T if you give him a TV show, <laughs> then I feel like it could really benefit from his style mm-hmm. of storytelling, but this is a this was in 2006. I was Damn. ten years old when this movie came out, and the plot concerns the superintendent of where of a apartment complex in where else but Philadelphia. PCU <sighs> <see> baby, <laughs> yeah, and th- that person is Paul Giamatti. We'll get to the names later because the names are ridiculous. And he discovers a well lady in the water in the swimming pool, but he and his neighbors learn that she is a water nymph or narf, Mm -hmm. and her her narf whose life is in danger from a vicious wolf like mystical creature called a scrunt that tries to keep her from returning to her watery quote unquote blue world. And it's now the first
1: listen up, there's a story about a little nar that lives in a blue world.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. But this is actually Knight's first film not distributed by Disney. Mm-hmm. It's under Touchstone. And uh, it was the first one since his first film, Wide Awake. Well, first American film, Wide Awake, which is that mm-hmm. weird Rosie O'Donnell, I think, face. Harry
1: Weinstein, I think. Yeah. It was a, has a pretty it was a,
0: decent cast but like mm-hmm. man uh this movie costs 70 million dollars to make that Ew. is ridiculous this feels like it was made on 30 million or mm-hmm. even lower what did he do with all of this money i think he i think he spent all of it on the creature effects which to be fair some of the creature effects are look really good, good.
2: mm-hmm
0: but then other times it just feels like it's made so cheap. It's yeah, like, it's the ultimate inconsistent mess. Everything about this is so inconsistent.
1: Even though the thing, this like they're like talking about music. Jason Little Howard again in this movie, but he's doing a horror soundtrack, a thriller horror soundtrack. And it's not going with the, but I think this movie has like five different tones. It doesn't go with like the fairy tale slash meta commentary of his critics. You know what's
0: really sad? Because this is the same year that Pan's Labyrinth came, came out.
1: Which is oh. another
0: sort of fantasy movie with a very mm-hmm. unique kind of creepy look to it. And, and that super was all, hardcore drama too. It is, and it's very mature, and it's everything that this movie is not.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that is legitimately a masterpiece, and it's it's Guillermo del Toro's best movie for sure. Yes, I don't think he'll ever top himself there. And if we ever get to Guillermo del Toro's *Pan's Labyrinth*, you will hear nothing but praise.
1: Mm-hmm. And I highly recommend it. This is not. <laughs> You know what, there is some that's true though, because there's not a lot of mythology in Penn's Labyrinth, but you do know a lot about the kingdom and the different creatures though. But that's the thing, is, the thing that a lot of people complain about, is show don't tell, because this fucking movie is, is sold exposition.
0: Which is a problem on many M. Night Shyamalan movies. Yes. Is he tends to tell everybody a lot of things. like Or even when people are doing stuff like, oh, it's not this or this. And instead of just showing us. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and the thing about Pan's Labyrinth as well is that the fantasy tied into the reality. And you weren't exactly sure which was which as well. Mm-hmm. And you don't know whether it's in the main character's head or like if she's just making it up or if it's really there, but it's const- it never answers that question. So that's mm-hmm. part of why it's so interesting, because you can leave it up to your interpretation. This, it's pretty much, yeah,
1: no, this is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so technically the movie starts with some really weird kind of like Cayman kind of drawings that, the nar- that technically the the sea creatures, the narves, and the humans coexisted, and all of a sudden the humans wanted land, and they separated. I'm like, Naira, you're hinting that the Narvs come from Atlantis? Because those sounded like a hint, though. So technically for centuries, they had never talked, but there's going to be one of the Narvs that have, will do whatever it takes to their assigned human to share a message. So that's kind of like the first exposition of the movie. And we see Paul Giamatti, his name is Kylam Heap. Okay. And he's killing a buck, and I love the person in the bag. Oh my God, it's una criatura del diablo. The Diablo devil teasing, teasing his movie Devil from 2010. They went up by the elevator.
0: He didn't <laughs> direct that
1: movie. It's a Name Night Showman movie, it. don't care. It's not for me.
0: <laughs> not um, technically. Um, but also, yeah, this, this is a heap of crap. <laughs> Let's just yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> The fact that his, I'm surprised his name wasn't Philadelphia Heap, with how much this movie loves talking about mm-hmm. Philadelphia as well. Yeah. And it's not even the most self-indulgent thing about this movie. We'll get to that. Ah, Oh, man. But he is, <laughs> he's the maintenance man, and mm-hmm. he essentially runs this apartment complex. Yes. Everybody knows him, and we get all these quirky characters, like uh, the one Many guy that- characters. Like, Many characters. There's the, the Asian, daughter Asian girl that looks like Rufio from Hook for some reason mm-hmm. when we first see her. I was just like, Raul texted me that. He was like, hey, it's, it's Zuko from Last Airbender. I, I went, Billy oh my God.
1: Avatar foreshadowing? Four years uh, before his Avatar movie?
0: <laughs> M- I knew. He knew. And he knew. There's a guy that only works out on one side of his body for some reason.
1: I and have then, so many fucking questions about that specifically.
0: <laughs> How? <laughs> jerked off really hard on one side. That's like, what
1: happened. Like Quackmire from Family Guy. Giggity,
0: giggity. <laughs> giggity,
1: giggity.
0: <laughs> and then there's a sort of stoner group. One that of is them is Jared, Jared Harris, Harris for some reason. From
1: Morbius. And- the trillion dollar film Morbius. Two
0: more billion. Woo. Morbius (laughs) fever. (laughs) And also there's a guy that really loves crossword puzzles played by Jeffrey Wright, Commissioner Gordon from the Batman.
1: Mm Hmm. That he has a son, Micah, from Heroes.
0: Yeah. And he actually does become, well, a hero of sorts Mm -hmm. in the movie. This whole thing. Much like Robert Rodriguez did with Sharkboy and Lava Girl, he made this <laughs> for his kids. Yes, like so. The intention is there. He wanted to make a fairy tale for his kids, something that his kids could watch. The mm-hmm. problem with this is that you take a simple fairy tale,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he overcomplicates this thing. A lot. I'm very surprised how complicated this thing was. It was hard for me to
1: follow. Yeah, because l- I'm not looking at my notes. Supposedly, the scrums. Attack the NARF because they left the water. So there's the weird monkeys in the trees that technically are judges as well.
0: The group monsters.
1: The group monsters. But also technically something was wrong with those monsters that shouldn't even be judging. And also one scrum can be rebellious even though the Madame NARF is the one doing the whole deed. But they can also kill the madam NARF. It's really convoluted.
0: <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. But anyway, he is just we meet the tenants, and then he is just cleaning up for the day and Don't forget the critic character. Oh yes, the critic character, Bob Ballaman, who you might know as like that one dude with glasses in every Wes Anderson movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, like you've probably seen him. If you if you've seen Wes Anderson, you have definitely seen him.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: he's just cleaning up for the night and for the M night and uh, he is, he is, he's sleeping and uh, there's the pool right outside and he just sees, whew, he sees some waves in the water. Mm-hmm. Something is in the water and he's like, Hey, what are you doing in there? Cause it's after seven,
1: which is nobody's allowed in there. Um, oh yeah. And the, Billy, and Billy appropriately, he's wearing a Jaws shirt. So was, uh, there's a jump scare about water. It's almost
0: like, like it was meant to be <laughs> or maybe i just did it on purpose see See, I'm ah. not as dumb as i appear and <laughs> oh yeah the we also got a pool cleaner that brought to his attention that there was some bits of hair that were in the filter mm-hmm. even though it just happened that one day because he was like oh the pool's clean and everything and he's like uh dude there's a bunch of hair in here <laughs> but he hears the splashing water and he tries to catch the mystery swimmer because we saw somebody left a necklace on a chair Mm -hmm. and then we see hands just take it and he's like hey i saw you and then he ends up in the weirdest edit oh yeah he's in the pool and then he's out of it and then he goes dives right back in the pool and then he somehow gets out of the pool and then somehow just trips Mm -hmm. knocks his ass out and yet then he appears like he's conscious again trying to get out of the pool and then it just immediately cuts to him on a couch. It's so chaotic. It, it's a horrible horrible edit.
1: And also is it me or M Night is obsessed with Bryce Dallas Howard's legs in this movie? There are it's a lot like... of shots of her legs. It's uncomfortable. A lot about of them.
0: Shots. And that I... they're all like cut up. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. And she doesn't even really look like the Bryce Dallas Howard that we know now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because it's
1: a really, really, really skinny Bryce his Howard.
0: Yeah, which I can commend him like, for that. It's like, oh, you wouldn't really think about that. Mm-hmm. Another thing that they do in this movie, everybody whispers. Yes. It is so irritating. And I watched this on YouTube. I rented it. There was no captions. So I was really mad
1: about that. Oh, you pay for it? I rented it on uh, what was it called? Fucking Ka- Canopy? Uh, like uh, I Canope. it was for free? Ka- Canopy.
0: Oh, available on Disney Plus uh, May twenty seventh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah. Thank. Thank you for reminding our our overlords about their next product.
0: Hey. Hey. I am actually really excited for Obi Wan Kenobi.
1: Who? Who isn't? It's the only good Star Wars show that is coming on right now.
0: Oh, and suddenly it's real to you? Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) I've been in this fight since
0: I was six years (laughs) old. I will learn the the whole scene in Spanish one day, I swear.
1: And so we see Bridesmaier Howard in a sofa. And and Paul Jamari is like, where are you from? And she's like, I'm from the Blue World. And I was like, is that an apartment building? And she's like, do you feel an awakening? The light and the dark? I don't know, wrong movie. I was like, it was like a... I was like, The Awakening feels like pins and needles. I was like, you shouldn't be here. And she's like, what is your name? My name is Story. Okay. (laughs) And how did they get there? That's a long story. And she
0: has a sister named Short Story. And then there's her dead grandpa, Ghost Story. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just such a stupid name. Oh, yeah. Another detail. The apartment complex is called The Cove. You get it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, continue.
1: And then, and I was like, hello, story. I'm Cleveland from the cliffs. I know that from my studies. So my Atlantis fucking theory is not far-fetched. So maybe it could so be Atlantis,
0: is, though. Is this an Aquaman movie? And we maybe. just didn't know about this? I'd much rather
1: have Bryce Dallas Howard as Mera. Yes. Make it happen, Warner Brothers. And so and of immediately after this another weird edit, all of a sudden story is cuddling with Cleveland. And this is a thing maybe because there's a lot of little mermaid parallels here. How old is this narf?
0: This sounds like, like a like a slur or like a uh, it does not sound like a good term, a narf. A yeah,
1: narf another... they
0: say this they say this word like... all the time in the movie as mm-hmm. well. Just in casual conversation, what is a narf? And I'm just like, um, why? This it sounds filthy, <laughs> like a racial slur or something. I don't know why.
1: Mm-hmm. And also the other thing that also reminded me, the hellhounds look a lot like the like the hellhounds. The the scrums. Basically,
0: what's that's what they, they, they are?
1: Reminding me of the hellhounds or supernatural. <laughs> Except you can see them. That's true. Sort, you can see them, sort of. Sort of. But remember, we saw the Hellhazi drawings, though, uh, on the books. We never saw them technically, physically. And I do like the way that the technically the scrums are being like a shot. And there's this person the next day. They're like, oh, it's because I saw this creature, Paul Jamari says. He looked kind of like a hyena. And this guy says, dude, this is Philadelphia. There's only aliens, superpower people, very ominous cold nannies. Killer plants, etc. There is no hyenas in Philadelphia.
0: (laughs) Not yet. Don't give him any ideas. (laughs) But yeah, she's terrified to go outside. Mm -hmm. He's like, all right, I'm gonna give you some fresh air once the day is over. By the way, she's in his shirt because obviously she's naked, which Mm -hmm. is also very uncomfortable. And then in the weirdest tone scene, I guess it's supposed to be a horror scene. I guess
1: ah, that when she like ah, and is like ah, <laughs> yeah,
0: she's not even pointing at the scrunt. <laughs> no, it's not. I can tell what the direction was, and it was not a good direction. And then it just, it's just—it's weird. I don't know how else to describe it. It's—it's it's hilarious. Yes, bad. It's so yeah. it comes out of nowhere. You're like, what the hell did I just watch? <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, well, yo, what the fuck? What,
1: what am I watching, man? <laughs> oh, God. So, and then after this, we technically see that Cleveland, it's weird to say that before, when we did the Quagmire reference. Giggity, giggity. No, 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 no. When he stutters. every time I was like, oh, that's the thing. He can only, he doesn't stutter around story. That's how part of his story arc. <laughs> you see?
0: oh God damn it. <laughs> God
1: damn it. I did a Billy. Damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't intentional. <laughs> no. no.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. um, Pojamari goes to the stereotypical exposition Korean oration character. Oh, by the way, the young
0: daughter is named Young Soon. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's not gonna be young soon. <laughs> oh, she's not gonna she's she's young or whatever. It's it's weird and it's just like oh yeah. Uh, can you tell me about this uh, term, Narf? I feel like it's something you would know specifically.
1: Uh, teenage clubbing girl mm-hmm. that looks like Rufio. Yes. So it says that Narf is a sea nymph. She must be by one human that chose her. That person is called the vessel. If she's successful, she will return with the great Elon, a giant eagle. And sometimes my, my audio was being bad on the canopy streaming thing. So something sounded like the giant Elon. <laughs> Did we mention that again? I'm like, Elon Musk. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And so then we see Story. She, I'm pretty sure that Story is very horny during this whole movie because she's always simping over Cleveland, though. She's giving a my. Mm-hmm. So she knows that this person that needs to find out is a writer. Doesn't know the name. Doesn't know if it's a man or a woman. Only knows that this person is writing something important. As we see that Pojammari goes to the critic. And I was like, how is it going? I was like, oh, I'm seeing a romance film. Now my cup of tea. I was like, are you talking about the village night here? And so, I, so I haven't written anything. I was like, but Miss Bell wrote a book. Butterflies are never so trusting, she says, because the butterflies, is always they're always around her. And I was like, and my book is not even, you're not going to find this out of print for like 20 years. And then we see the Commissioner Gordon. He likes to do crossword parcels with Micah, Micah Sanders from Heroes and the kid from My Wife and Kids, too. And then we see Jared Harris and his group of friends on weed. And then we know about that the creatures are called a scrum.
0: Oh, yes. Um, Young Soon's grandmother also is, she can't speak English, so Young Soon has to translate. Yes. And also, she brings up a good point. Why is a grown-ass man interested in an Eastern bedtime story? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's a legitimate question.
1: Yeah. And so we see the story grab some thingamabobs, like a little mermaid. She's grabbing a lot of stuff from his room, like uh, some little kind of like uh, cases, some necklaces, some forks. There's a lot of little mermaid in this. And then we see that Clem sees Vic, one of the neighbors, and that's oh, good old in my Shyamalan. <laughs> oh, not only,
0: it's not even a cameo. It's a vital part of this movie.
1: He's part of the twist.
0: <laughs> it's really really stupid. <laughs> and there's weird bits of dialogue that makes no sense. Like, uh he's writing a book called The Cookbook. It's, it's a, a cookbook! cookbook. <laughs>
1: That's what I thought. I just like, <laughs> it's a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> They're eating humans. This scrolls then... here for the narf! They eat humans! It's a cookbook! <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's a twilight zone reference if you guys don't know that
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: original twilight zone which is one of yes. the greatest series of all time it doesn't matter if it's black and white you Educate hear the gen
1: not the one for jordan peele the original stupid G&C's. yeah
0: motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> anyway yes he is just like
1: oh yeah how's the how's the writing going
0: along Vic? <laughs> that's that's my terrible paul giamatti impression but I, i'd like to see you do better and no, now he's in like every he's in like every Dwayne Johnson movie now. It's weird.
1: Ah, that's true though.
0: And yeah, um, is this where we get the part, the weirdest, most uncomfortable part of the movie, where it's Which like, one. Oh, <laughs> no, when he has to act like a child. Not yet. Okay.
1: We see that story reads the diary of Cleveland. And we know that there was a robber that killed his wife and his kids, and so you're never gonna tell this story. Story. And then we see night meeting story, and I was like, uh, and he's like, uh, I feel, I feel weird, and then kids like it feels like pins and needles, and then they that that we see your words are beautiful, your heart is big, very big. And I was like, but I don't want you to bring this again, Story says Kiblin. And then we see the Scrum attacks again. And he asked the, the the Young Soon, what happens when a narf gets crashed? A scrum has poison that kills Narvs, But they also have a mod called key that, that they can save them where they they have it where they live. Most scrums are afraid of the Tartuic. Those are the monkeys. The lucky keepers in this bedtime story. Two of them live in the trees. They look like monkeys. They're violent. They even killed their own pirates in their sleep. That was a lot of backstory there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we get the underwater
0: horror sequence where he looks in the pool drain or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he finds the mud keys. And the bobs. And the thingamabobs. There's like 20. <clears throat> But who cares? No big deal. Although I did like how like when he's he's running out of breath, he uses like a jar. That was interesting. Gather up some air so he can put a straw in and gather some air. I was like, okay, that's that's smart. Go Cleveland.
1: Darren Lim Boseman from SAW 5 was like, oh I have an idea.
0: <laughs> Not going through the the jugular.
1: Yeah, the kid going through the jugular. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now you go to your favorite
1: moment for Jamari pretending to be a kid.
0: No, no. Please describe it. How do I describe this? Okay. So he goes to (laughs) Young Soon's grandmother's place and uh, he starts awkwardly wiggling around, (laughs) eats some cookies, and gets milk in his mustache because he has a beard and he's just like, He's laying on his side, looking like he's about—he just shit his pants, mm-hmm. and it's the most uncomfortable I've ever felt in this thing. And the grandmother is like, "Okay, I'll tell the rest of it." What? <laughs> no, I can't. It's something you gotta see. Yeah, yeah. Me yeah describing yeah. it, it is—it is like five times worse. Yeah, it's like five times worse than me describing it. Even Tommy was almost like, oh.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the rest of the story, a dozen nerfs it's a rare narve that comes out in a one generation, a narve that is called the Madam Narve. Her version is the one that will cause change. Okay. The Madam Narve doesn't know that she's the narve because that's the moral of the story. Okay. And so, and then she, the the young sisters, I think were Link. But then he goes to ask Story about her world. I was like, I'm not allowed to speak of the blue world. Oh, the blue world. (laughs) Because all day is blue, though. And then, nice as I can hear myself. And then Story was like, do you know your future? There will be a boy in the Midwest who will be inspired by your book. He will grow into a great orator. His words will be listened around the world. It's a boy that will become the leader of this country. He will speak to you and your worlds in, in your words. It will be the seeds of change. So you're telling me that
0: M. Night Shyamalan, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so self-indulgent, he casts himself as Mm -hmm. basically a version of himself saying, oh, my words are going to change the world and inspire the future president of the United States. Mm -hmm. How does she know that this is the future? Uh This is a fantasy, not not like an alternate timeline multiverse shit. They never
1: never established that the mermaids know about time
0: the fact that story is the only mermaid.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yes.
0: Another detail is that she's always got to have water. Yes. So she's constantly just in a shower. That's and, why uh, it's
1: called in the water. Marlene King was, uh, was watching this for the season six. Crib. I was like, oh, I have an idea. Girl, I'm going to kill shower-y.
0: you. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I swear to God. And, um, uh, Knight's sister in the movie, I assume it's sister. Um, mm-hmm assumed that he was fucking her and is like oh mr heap is a player i'm like um okay fair assumption i guess but at the same time how old uh, is story though no he's just like hey you want to see something really cool and he gets this young frightened girl in a shower all cut up mm-hmm. i would have called the police the fact that nobody Nobody is at all freaked out and just accepts everything. Like, doesn't point out, except for the critic character, Mm -hmm. who is actually like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You get it because it's like the critics that don't understand Shyamalan's work. Mm -hmm. He's making Mm -hmm. a dig at them, but it's not subtle. It's like in the Godzilla movie, like, not the Gareth Edwards one, but the 98 Roland Emmerich one, where there was Mayor. Mayor Ebert and his slimy assistant Jean because they were supposed to be Siskel and Ebert because they didn't
1: like a lot of Emmerich's oh, movies. And this is another part of the bedtime story. It says it's like they, another part of it says there are humans with powers that can help you and they don't know that who they are. A is, uh a, the guilt and a guardian. This is an unbreakable sequel.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, we need to get ourselves a team. And
2: (laughs) and
0: so who does Cleveland go to talk? And he also believes that they're all tenants of the apartment. He goes to the critic first. Yes. And the critic, of course, completely uh, fucks up everything.
1: Yeah, because he sounds like you're an expert on plots. You like mystery. Can you tell me what is coming? It says, There's no originality left in the world. Uh, me, Cuff, Amy, see your movie number 69. <laughs> what will be this group of people? You figure it out. The symbolist must be someone that does something mundane but require analysis in the puzzles. The guild the could be a group of characters that are always together, that they have a word that they always regurgitate forever. And so, because of the critic that he knows plots, he goes to Jairus Harris' weed, weed people, to his weed group, and he assumes that there are people, those are the guild. And then he assemb- assemble- assembles that the symbolist is Commissioner Gordon. And- yeah, because
0: he, he likes crossword puzzles, the guild, because it's the only group. Mm-hmm. And, shit, what was there anybody else? I feel like we're missing somebody else. We're
1: missing someone else, but it's, he's the guardian.
0: Oh, yeah, and she assumes that Cleveland is the guardian.
1: Mm-hmm. So and... this, they make this convoluted plan that they're going to throw a party to distract the scrunts to not attack Story, and then when he, it casually rains, everybody will go inside and only the designated characters are going to protect Story for the big eagle to come and save her.
0: Oh, yeah. There's an eagle that's going to come and get her. That's like in uh, Gravity we- Falls, the Stantarian Candidate, the freedom eagle, has to give him a kiss. I I felt the same way Dipper said it best. I couldn't make this up if I tried.
1: Yeah, or I was going to say... I felt the same way
0: throughout this entire movie. I couldn't come up with this if I tried.
1: I was going to say also like... He- and you're thinking about effects. That, was, that eagle looks exactly the same eagle as Return of the King. It could be a reused eagle effect.
0: Maybe. I mean, <laughs> Return of the King came out three years prior.
1: And also the thing. Um. So the only way to attack a scrum, you have to technically walk backwards and say, Nerf Ramara. I was like, "What wow, backwards? Did Paul Jammari also need to put his feet in different shoes to go to an alternate universe? Like in everything, everywhere, all at once? Go and see that movie, please,
0: <laughs> or rent it, or just support that movie. It's see phenomenal.
1: that movie deserves uh, deserves your attention. It's really damn good. Unlike some other
0: multiverse movies, mm-hmm. but we, you know, yeah, my
1: son, Raimi Shield, though I love both movies. Though so.
0: subtlety." It's not, it's not something you do, but I appreciate it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and okay. so we know that the Guardian can hypnotize the scrum and looking at his eyes, but Kiblin cannot do it. And then we see Kiblen goes to the credit. How was the movie? It suck. Who says things are loud? Typical romance where they walk into the rain and they they, they profess their love. It was like maybe it's a metaphor of purification or something new. I was like, uh, and then we see night with story she doesn't happen like you said until the dramatic events accelerate uh the thinking maybe it could take decades to make this change and it was like uh is this so not gonna happen something to me because i wrote this and immediately tells m night that he's gonna die because someone will not be will not be accepting of his political book because yes the book is a po- is about politics because the oh, whole movie, great. I think that I forgot in the background, there's a lot of things about war in the on the TV. Yes, M. Night Shyamalan also put out war and politics in the background too. So there's war, society, humanity, underground society, the different racial stereotypes in an apartment building. There's a lot of stuff here. <laughs>
0: so he becomes Ayn Rand, basically. If you don't know who that is, just look her up. No. Very, very uh, divisive figure.
2: Oh, who made a bunch
0: of political stuff? Uh, there's a book that she made called The Fountainhead, that is mm-hmm. very controversial, but some people really take to it. And my thing is story. You you seem to be pretty smart, mm-hmm. able to catch up on things, and is basically Ariel but worse, and. Mm-hmm. You really thought that Paul Giamatti would protect you? You saved his ass the first time. This guy couldn't protect a... He couldn't protect a baby. Um, This guy guy is like... I mean, I love you, Paul Giamatti. You're an amazing mm -hmm. underrated actor. Like, just to recommend something, there's a miniseries about John Adams, where he plays Mm -hmm. John Adams, and he is unbelievable in that. And yeah, in the movie Sideways, which is just awesome. With another oh, underrated actor, Thomas Hayden Church. I was going to say, get Thomas Hayden Church. I'm pretty sure he could protect your Story. I kind of wanted Thomas Hayden Church in this role now. Because it's like, Paul Giamatti, he plays very specific characters. Mm-hmm. Always like, sort of, like, scum, scummy looking characters. I think characters. Paul Giamatti should
1: have been the critic.
0: Paul Giamatti would have been perfect as the critic. Mm-hmm. Like, he is that kind of guy. I always think of... First movie I ever saw him in was Big Fat Liar. Yeah, they, they played it all the time. Mm. Uh, oddly
1: enough, on the Disney Channel,
0: like all the time. A
1: Universal movie on the Disney Channel?
0: Interesting. They they played it like everywhere, and they would play it on repeat as well. So mm-hmm. that's what I know Paul Giamatti from most is Big Fat Liar, where he plays the scummy producer, and. Mm it's just weird seeing him as like a protagonist. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he can't do it, mm-hmm. but he is definitely better at playing like, again, like in John Adams, he's the protagonist mm-hmm. in
1: that. The Frankie Muniz cinematic universe. Uh, Be fat liar in AJ Cody Banks one and two.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm not the guardian. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. Maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> and then Jeffrey Wright actually points out. He's just like, who is so arrogant enough to assume what everybody's <laughs> role is? And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, actually, good point, Jeffrey, right? And mm-hmm. then it's just like, oh, by the way, another. This made me mad. The they ridiculous... fucking with the critic? Well, no, no, no. The critic's death is, ooh, we'll talk about that. Because, yeah, spoiler alert, he dies. He's the only one that dies. Mm-hmm. And, no, who the symbolist turns out to be. Is not Jeffrey Wright, but Micah from Heroes, mm-hmm. the kid, and we know this because <laughs> he can interpret what's going to happen by reading the letters off of cereal boxes. I'm not kidding. <sighs> I, I'm I'm done. Just please describe <laughs> how they fit. Uh, describe how they figure out everybody else. Also, there's like there's the Mexican family in the beginning. Yeah,
1: the Mexican they, family is the Nikki the guilt. That was the big it's the all, other it's, reveal. It's all,
0: it's all women, by the way. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's like there's like seven of them because, of course, it's a Mexican family. Of it's got to be big.
1: And then also the big reveal, also the big twist that Paul Giamatti is actually the healer. Oh yeah, because Bryce Dallas Howard just got attacked by the Narn, and she's she's dying. And then we because
0: that- uh, the pot guys, they wasted the battery on the walkie-talkie, which was supposed mm-hmm. to give them a signal, and they can't signal this band mm-hmm. to have everybody play. And then they knew it was just going to rain somehow.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because the 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 other thing is they're racing against the clock because they're like, the eagle can only pick him uh, her up one more time, and, mm-hmm. or he's gone forever. Yeah, And then... They don't notice the Narf because M Knight's sister drops a one of those small mm-hmm. mirrors like that you use for putting on makeup and stuff. And that was, like, doesn't nobody... read
1: books like any follows.
0: Yeah, and it's just like the, they don't notice very obvious things, mm-hmm. but a story being taken away and you I we didn't even see it happen. You no. Know we just just cutting to
1: her just dead in the
0: distance and Mm -hmm. her getting dragged very Mm -hmm. slowly by the way oddly enough and then it's like oh now she's dying because she was all scratched up and her again her legs are getting really scratched up Mm -hmm. and they think that the healer is this old lady who is like
1: she loves uh, animals
0: yeah to a weird obsessive degree And they think, oh, because she loves animals and must be like butterflies. Mm -hmm. And they must be the healer. And so they all tried to do the Care Bears slash Captain Planet thing of being like, oh, we can make this happen. You just got to believe. Just say that I care. And the
1: healer was like, it's not the end of your story. Rise, Ray. I mean, rise, story.
0: (laughs) But then Micah from Heroes goes, Uh Oh, I read it wrong. It's not a she, because also the guild turns out to be all she's.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and But uh, it's not sh- uh, she that's going to heal and bring them all together. It's he. <sighs> okay. and so then are just like, oh, it's Cleveland. It's you. Because I only noticed the butterfly after you said something about
1: that. Mm-hmm. And then we see that the critic is drunk in a hallway and sees the scrum. Oh no, a dog in the building. My God, this is like a moment from a horror movie. It's precisely the moment where the mutation or beast will attempt to kill an unli- unlikable side character. Really, Knight?
0: <laughs> so he knows that he's an asshole.
1: Yeah. If the story has no nudity, violence, or horror, this side character have maybe have learned a valuable lesson in a family film. Maybe it has time for a humor humorous moment for the audience to to run, and maybe I will shut the door, and he immediately gets killed. Oh, not only does he tell this, and also they did this with the other guy,
0: the Freddy, the mm-hmm. the guy who works out, is trying to two face his body, and uh, the dollar tree. John Leguizamo. Pretty much, they <laughs> look directly into the camera. Uh-huh. That was so weird, like. Are they breaking the fourth wall? No, apparently they're not. Mm-hmm. But it's just such a weirdly shot thing. Mm-hmm. And the edit is just like, ah! And it's like, okay, he's dead now. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Never brought up again, so whatever. Move on. We gotta just finish this shit. This and movie then- gets, is so slow. And then the third act, they rush it so Yes, fast. all of it. They just go like, boom, 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 boom.
1: Mm-hmm. And so it's like whiplash. Mm-hmm. Like, so C- Cleveland Hill's story, we see the seven, the seven sisters, she gets healed up, and then we see that Reggie, the Dollar Tree General He, the other reveal that he's the guardian, and he's the one that's keeping the scrum, that he can technically possess him with his eyes.
0: Yeah, so because so, he's he's looking intensely at them.
1: And then we oh, see yeah, and- the the fucking Groots come for the fucking scrum and they drag him into the forest. And then all of a sudden it's raining. Poja Muddy's telling story goodbye. I've learned so much about you story. That was part of my story arc. And then Well, we- only that
0: and yeah, you get like the healer. He has to heal himself from uh-huh. of trauma of losing his uh loved ones which he's M Night seems to have a weird obsession with that too. He did yes. it in signs as well. I don't know what his obsession with like and losing, also lo- losing and the, family. I was just about to say he he really likes having people lose loved ones. Mm-hmm. Technically the last airbender, even though we only get told about that. Because of course, touch his necklace, my mother was killed Katara.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But it was stupid. I or I ran away from home. It was dumb loses all of or Ong loses all of the monks. He uh-huh. you know, he he really likes just killing people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's weird. But the is whole thing the is oh, way- the butterflies, you know, butterflies symbolize
2: mm-hmm. uh
0: you know new beginnings and stuff like that. And you know, once they they turn it they're caterpillars that then cocoon and then they emerge as butterflies. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is it's symbolism, you get it yeah, <laughs> and then like you said, he's like, "I learned so much." I wanted to bring that up just because that they they just rush it. Yeah, but what it was did you learn, Paul
1: Giamatti, Technically,
0: what did you learn? And then, um, after this, the eagle picks him up. Everyone's looking up, and we sort of get like a, I guess, Tim Burton esque, oh, whimsy, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the eagle is carrying them, uh, story.
1: Only story. And then it ends.
0: Yeah, that's it. It just abruptly ends. And then it's like written, produced, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. And I just went, "Is
1: that it? Mm -hmm. Really? This movie is little less than two hours." Yeah, it's like an hour and a half. I think an hour forty.
0: I, I was so frustrated by this thing.
1: Um this, movie's, uh, this movie so weird this this movie sucks
0: yeah I mean if you've been listening for like the past almost 50 minutes mm-hmm. y- you would think we're insane like that we No were this is the movie This is the movie. We are not making any of this up. I wish we were. Because this movie Raul was to come ma- up with crazy shit, but not this crazy Oh no, shit. no,
1: no, 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 no. This movie was a massive flop. I don't know how much money it lost, but I know it was a massive flop. Oh,
0: hold, hold, hold on. Let me see. This movie was made at $70 million. The box office was $72.8 million. So, um Oh yes, this was a financial failure. At the uh golden raspberry awards which is celebrates the worst of films Mm -hmm. it's a stupid awards it's just as stupid as the oscars Mm -hmm. there i said it It received four nominations for worst picture worst screenplay and it won two of them for worst director and Mm -hmm. worst supporting actor for Shyamalan. and it won't be his last (sighs) oh no it will not be his last Mm -hmm. And oh yes, the narrator at the beginning is David Ogden Stiers. That's why this is
1: the voice on the familiar.
0: Yeah, who was Cogsworth in Beauty and the Beast and Jumba? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, Jumba in uh, Lilo and Stitch,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or um, the bad guy from uh, Pocahontas. So mm-hmm. you know who you know that guy's voice. I knew that was familiar, but I just looked up the casting, and it's just like, my god. <sighs> Just, it, it lost a lot of money. Nobody really liked it. And this was and a can chore. You notice,
1: can you notice that this was a pattern? Because Disney, he did like four really big movies. Like uh, Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs in the Village. That was for Disney. And then they one for Warner Brothers. Then they one for Fox the Happening. one for Paramount the Last Airbender. After for Sony, and then he went to Universal for the visit. He went all around and, in all of and the then
0: studios. And now he's stuck with Universal, Universal slash uh, Blumhouse. Uh uh-huh. So he's made his rounds
1: on all of them, and most of them. A <laughs> twenty-four, uh, you're listening. A twenty-four, M Night Shyamalan movie. I would actually love
0: to see an A twenty-four M Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> If he can make something as insane as Lady in the Water, go for it, man. Because <laughs> at this point, anything is possible.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, this movie is bad. Yes, but that's the thing. Like I told Billy before. Th- even though this movie is a little boring, but it never come my it never distracted A me. little was...
0: boring. A little boring.
1: Ah, uh, excuse me. The Last Survender was way more boring for me. Okay, that's fair. This movie, at least it kept me on. I was, I wanted to fucking, I wanted to shut out the fucking TV and like every 20 minutes while watching The Last Survender And I'm like, okay, I get it, Billy. I get your pain, God damn it. I, don't, I don't see this. I, yeah,
0: I watched it with you. And I was <laughs> like, hey, you wanted to see it. I warned you ahead of time. <laughs> it, it did nothing to prepare. No. We already covered that. That's <laughs> one yeah. of our earliest episodes. So we never I, have to watch it again, thankfully.
1: Thankfully not. Uh, I do wonder, though. Is it worse than The Last Airbender for you?
0: <sighs> I don't know. It's bad for a different reason. Uh-huh. At, like, The Happening, for me, is his best worst movie. Yes. Because I am very entertained by that movie. Mm-hmm. It is hilarious. I can quote a lot from that movie. Mm-hmm. It's a guilty pleasure. This one, I was just frustrated throughout the yeah. entire thing. Mm-hmm. I tend to be a pretty positive guy. I tend to like most things. I give mm-hmm. probably unfair scores to some stuff, but that's just how I feel.
2: Mm-hmm. And if
0: you have a problem with that, then you can uh, kiss my ass. <laughs> is what I can say to that. Because it's it's half of my show. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. And just for whatever reason, I went into this with an open mind. I wanted to be one of those people. Cause I know some people that absolutely love this movie. Yeah. It has a cult now. It has a big cult following. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to understand that, but then I watched it. I just did not have a good time at all. It felt like a chore. The editing music, direction cinema well okay cinematography is passable it's probably mm-hmm. the best thing about this movie the story uh-huh and the acting is like it's not bad acting it's just not well directed
2: mm-hmm.
0: and just everything about this movie is so inconsistent it's just so frustrating to watch i did not like this movie at all but i'm glad that i got to talk about it and
1: i'm mm-hmm. glad that
0: i've seen it now Because now I don't have many major Shyamalan films, or hell, even Shyamalan films I have not seen.
1: Yeah, because I only think you have never seen After Earth, right?
0: No, I've heard that one has a notorious reputation.
1: Uh, There's a lot of Scientology and Will Smith nepotism in that movie.
0: And I know about
1: Denied! Sit down!
0: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the only. Uh, and I know that there's no emotion in that movie.
1: Oh, fuck no! There's <sighs> no.
0: Maybe we'll cover it in M. Night Shyamalan Month 3. Mm
1: hmm. But. If we do M. Night Shyamalan it will Month. We do three. M. Night Shyamalan 3, yeah, but. I don't know if I want but... to do it. <laughs> you don't have the strength to do it? <laughs> <sighs> I don't know what I have to do, I just don't know if I have the strength to do it. <laughs> I will give it a five. It's bad, but there's some stuff that I'm interested in for, but this is not his worst movie for me. Still, The Last Airbender is his worst movie for me.
0: Yeah, Last Airbender is one. This is a two. I really did Uh, not like this movie. I really, really did
1: not like this movie.
0: So this should be a treat for all of you listeners out there. You get to Mm -hmm. hear me raving like a lunatic and it will somehow still make more sense than Lady in the Water.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this is the end of the, the PCU month. The nice Shyamalan. Dish. Shyamalan 2 Electric, Electric Boogaloo has now come to a close. Yes, I can't
0: say that I didn't have fun because I, uh, <laughs> I was very surprised in some respects because Unbreakable and The Village I ended up Really liking, mm-hmm. except for the twist in the village, but that's a different story. We you can listen to that episode. Yeah, uh, the week before,
1: and also now you watch everything in order with the Unbreakable trilogy. Maybe you got now a different context context on it.
0: I definitely have a newfound appreciation, and pers- uh, it's a very good perspective to have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But. Next month, you just want to tell them what we're going to do. We're going back to a franchise.
1: Ah, I yes. It's a
0: good one, too.
1: We're doing a big-ass franchise. even 65 in,
0: million years in the million
1: making. we going to do Jurassic Park, baby! All six of them! Alan! What? It says it's a very bad idea! What's a bad idea? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we'll talk about yeah, we're doing Jurassic Park. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm hoping to get some people on for certain episodes because I you know grab it, and you pack it
1: and you seal it, and you pack it. You pack it.
0: You pack it. Oh, there's so yeah. many memes. <laughs> it's one of the movies that helped inspire internet, or one of the franchises that inspired internet culture. Uh, yes, and it is what made. Whew, man, we're we're very excited to talk mm-hmm. about it and dinosaurs, and it's because of all. Also, the end of the Jurassic era. As, ah! uh, Jurassic World Endgame, game, baby. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. Um, until then, Raul, where can the good people find you on the
1: socials? You can find me as always, Robert RDC on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterbox. And Robert RDC, you can also please follow the podcast on SYNS Pod on Twitter. If Elon Musk like, still doesn't delete our Twitter, and you
0: yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxed at Master of Puns 196 Every word starts with a capital letter, as well as Instagram on, or yeah, as well as Instagram at Billy Batson's Lightning. Nothing is capitalized. And you can also follow our main show Twitter at SYNSPod. And also give us a five-star and just write a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on Google, Stitcher, Stop, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever podcasts are listened to. Mm -hmm. And, as always,
1: see you next summer. I'm a little narve in a blue world.